Hello and welcome to the BG Podcast. My name is AJ Bingham, CEO of Bingham Group. We have with us today, Tina Cannon, the president and CEO of the Austin LGBT Chamber of Commerce. Welcome to the show, Tina. Hi, thanks for having me, AJ. And I think you've been on before, but it was quite a while ago um, in our early days, and even though the last few years are compressed, but uh, welcome back if uh, my memory serves me. Um, no, and you've done on- great since then, so congrats. Thank you, thank you. Uh, you're on today to talk about the recently launched diver- uh, Diversity and Ethnic Chamber Alliance, an alliance between your chamber, the Greater Austin Black Chamber of Commerce, Greater Austin Asian Chamber of Commerce, and their Greater Austin Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. Um, this was launched uh, formally last Monday, um, late March, at a press conference at the City Hall. Um, and I wanted to have you on to talk about just what the alliance is. You know, the acronym is DECA. And in all things that you're hoping to achieve with that, you're, the Chamber Alliance, the Chambers are hoping to achieve with it. And then spe- specifically, I want to discuss the uh, Regional Economic Equity Development Plan, the REED plan, which I believe is the first uh, initiative of DECA. It is. It's and it. There's some mouthfuls of things going on. So let's, oh yes, yeah. Let's, let's start the acronyms top. Acronyms are great. Yeah. Let's start so the top Deca, with Deca. totally. Deca is 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 a combination of the local diversity and minority chambers. So that's where the name Deca, Diversity and Ethnic Chamber Alliance, comes from. Uh, and you're right. It does incorporate the Austin Asian, Black, Hispanic, and LGBT chambers of commerce. We have all worked together very loosely in the past and, and currently, uh, but we thought that it was high time to kind of formalize. Uh, a relationship, and then ultimately what we're going to do together. Mm-hmm. So most most regions, especially large metro regions, already have some form of an economic development plan. Uh, what we find in those plans are kind of the big lifts that you would normally see, right? Business retention, business expansion, inviting new folks to, to explore our market, uh, and the really big, heavy lift that that comes with. Um, so what we wanted to do is we wanted to really put together a community-driven plan around economic equity in regional development plans. So that's where the other acronym, READ, the Regional Equity and Economic Development Plan comes from. And that's really designed, we'll get into the details, I'm sure, around right how can companies and how can public entities be very intentional about economic development for uh, kind of creating an equitable access to prosperity for the minority and LGBT communities. Yeah, it was that y'all was there a model y'all followed in doing this? I mean, it's pretty straightforward. But were there are there other examples of this in our in our peer cities or larger cities? Yeah, I took a look at our peer cities, and I really didn't see anything that was kind of an apples for apples um, kind of that would that would really mirror this. There were a couple of cities that were doing a good job that were very kind of honed in and, and doing what they could. You look at Detroit, uh, right, who had a huge economic downturn, and Detroit is a very largely minority uh, populated city. And so Detroit really had to kind of reinvent who they are and were much more intentional about how they rebuilt mm-hmm. their city and how they made sure that they included their local population and their local you know, kind of flavor, if you will, of Detroit. Mm-hmm. And now it is completely transformed. Uh, but that was really done through their city departments and their city economics. So this was a very uh, similar, but a little bit different in the fact that it's the minority chambers that will be the stewards of the regional plan, both the development of and then the um, kind of the deployment within the next year. So we'll spend this year developing the plan within the community, meaning mm-hmm. if you're listening and you are a business, you are a nonprofit, you are a community stakeholder, and you are frustrated 
that the equity is not equal, if you will, in, in the access to prosperity. We want to talk to you. We want to set up open houses. We want to set up individual meetings. We want to start gathering the data and, to, and learn from you what are some of those barriers, what are the roadblocks that are either hurting your workforce development, that are hurting your, your acquisitions. Like, what is it that's in your way, and, and what solutions do you might have that we can incorporate into the READ plan? So we'll spend the next calendar year putting those meetings together, gathering the data, and then we'll launch the actual READ plan, uh, hopefully early part of 2023. Will that be in conjunction with the city of Austin or Travis County and become a regional part of uh, kind of our municipal stakeholders as well? Or how do you, yeah, I guess, how is that? Chamber, yeah, right. all of our chambers stretch from uh, servicing, you know, down to San Marcos, up to Round Rock, um, Lakeway over to, I guess, Bastrop, Elgin. Mm -hmm. uh, because, right, we're no longer just Austin in a bubble. We are mm -hmm. a the region, Austin Metro regional economy. Yeah. yeah. So we'll, we'll work with all the EDCs, the Economic Development Corps, uh, if they don't have a chamber of commerce in their particular area, to make sure that we're gathering input and information from what each, each of those little areas uh, would contribute and what kind of roadblocks they're seeing and how we can work together. So if you've ever been in and around a regional development plan, uh, like the Greater Austin Chamber has Opportunity Austin, which has been um, a real uh, important tool in our region over the last months, starting, what, 2003? Uh, to really kind of shape what Austin looks like now. Our goal is not to replace Opportunity Austin. Our goal is to really highlight and hone in on how minority and LGBT communities uh, can be and should be a part of the picture. Very good. My next question was going to be how or what was contemplated in terms of the engagement or interaction with the greater Austin Chamber of Commerce, the kind of the, the you know, not in a diminishing way, but the main, the main chamber of the city of Austin. and. Yes, and, uh, and I, mean, I know all, all four chambers uh, of, the, of the DECA with DECA are part of held seats on the Greater Austin Chamber, but do you see, and it could be in parallel, right? It sounds like it'd be more parallel, all working with the same yeah, cause, different lane, but so. do you see there, um, I mean, I guess we'll see as this develops, right? But uh, engagement in some way, I mean, there are, you're working with the same mission, just maybe different constituencies to a degree. Yeah, just think of just kind of the the the, the fine-tuning of, right? So let's make up a company. Acme Brick is looking to come into Austin, right? So the Greater Austin Chamber, of course, will do the big lifts on um, having those conversations. They include us in the up front, as they always do. Um, and they're looking at, right, land, you know, all the big, big, chunky things. Uh, but there were, we're also there as part of the read plan, kind of reminding those companies that there are community values, right? What are you doing on workforce development for, in, you know, intentional workforce development? How are you reaching them? Are you connected to the communities of color and LGBT community? What are you doing within your supplier diversity programming as you're looking to either build out your space, renovate your space, and then long-term procurement? Are you working with minority-owned businesses? And are you setting goals internally for that? Do you have employee resource groups? Do you need help setting one up? Mm -hmm. um, and then how do you manage that and how do you track the ROI off of that? So we'll, we'll kind of hone in on some of the finer operational details uh, and then things talking about the big picture things like workforce housing, access to transportation, transit, making sure that employees can get to and from work. Uh, and then uh, really just kind of creating an experience that works for everybody. So yeah, it's not meant to replace, it's meant to enhance uh, and really just kind of hone in on mm -hmm. the operational side of intentional inclusion within economic development. Will the the alliance have um, a governing body, or not a governing body, just like a board? Or I mean, you have the four member, four. I'm assuming the mm -hmm. four CEOs of the 
of the chambers uh, right. will be a part of it. But as this develops or as a contemplated um, to have uh, an advisory board or anything else, basically ways either key stakeholders in the community, both from the you know community from the from the um, from the community side or the you know or the corporate side can engage with y'all. I mean, and apart from I'm assuming sponsoring and those kind of things. It's like it's like you read my my uh, my. You're your chamber. Yeah. You're a chamber. Yeah, hundred <laughs> yeah, percent. So yeah, I mean, all things in Austin get done are, and are done better when the community is involved. And so we will spend the next year with community engagement, and through that process, we'll identify some folks to serve on our advisory board. But you're right; the four uh, chambers will be a part of the actual board. You know, we're we're a full fledged. Uh, organization so the chambers will be on that board but we will certainly have an advisory board of community stakeholders Absolutely. and then I know um, there uh, there'll be opportunities for for companies to directly work with DECA on kind of financially or other you know using the resources to further you know as this mission is your mission develops especially the read plan to get it be involved Absolutely. I would I mean, contemplate. We can only do we can only do so much with the with the staff that we have with the size that we are within our organizations will look for some cornerstone partners as we launch the community meetings and then ultimately once the report and, and the plan is out there in the community we'll actually need to work actively work that plan with our corporate partners uh, and so that requires resources like everything does and it's a great way for an organization or a company to say that they are actively uh, working to ensure access to prosperity across this region uh, is, is to be an investor within the read plan. Uh, why not about something I can speak? Well, I can speak for Bingham Group. I know we're interested in that. <laughs> so, oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, good. Make a note about that. That's because you guys that. are everywhere and you're all over the community, as you should be. As we should be, yes. And, um, you know, I definitely have several clients that uh, I know are interested in this. So, we'll definitely uh, you talk after the show about that. Um, but, yeah, anything else we want to talk with the, share with the read plans? We're in the early stages of it now. Super early stages. Mm -hmm. uh, and so, if, yeah, like I said, if you're listening and you want you want to reach out, you can reach out to any of the leaders of the minority chambers that you're comfortable chatting with. Uh, you can reach out to me directly. Uh, my email is on our website at austinlgbtchamber.com. Uh, and we'll just start setting up those discussions one-on-one, -on -one, right, at, at, just for starters. And then we'll schedule within those one-on-ones the bigger open houses. And we'll tackle subjects like child care in the workplace, transportation, workplace housing, uh, employee resource groups, right? All the all the standard things that you would expect to be in a regional workforce plan. Great. Well, more to come there. Uh, Tina, thank you for your time. Also, actually, I want to give a you want to give a quick shout out to your chamber. Feel free to. Yeah. Well, I also want to give a shout out to like my my chamber partners. Please. Uh, to Brittany Rodriguez over at the Hispanic Chamber. Thank you for for all that you're doing as the she's the interim CEO and we give her lots of love. Fung Fung took over at the Asian Chamber probably about a year and a half, maybe two years ago at this point. Kind of lost track in COVID years. Mm -hmm. um, and then uh, black, at the Black Chamber, Tam Hawkins has been a long steward uh, at that chamber. And so it is it is the collaboration of the ladies in charge that has made this possible. Uh, so I'm excited to work with them going forward. Excellent. Tina Cannon is the president and CEO of the Austin LGBT Chamber of Commerce. Tina, thank you for your time. We look forward to seeing the alliance uh, come together and the read plan uh, come to fruition. Great. Thank you. Thanks for what you do in the community, AJ.